We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. All right, here we go. Happy Saturday, Knicks Nation. CP from Knicks Fan TV, my man JL's from Nick of Time Show. The Mike Miller era has kicked off with a crushing loss in Madison Square Garden. Knicks lose to the Pacers 104 to 103. JLs, how you feeling tonight, man? I feel great, CP. I'm not gonna lie. I feel great. <laughs> oh man, listen, let me tell you something, man. The Knicks were down by five points with five minutes to go. Five seventeen to be precise. They were down 103-98, to down mm-hmm. by five points, and could not close this team out. The Pacers did not score from that point on. The Knicks not- went one for 14 to close the game, and you knew it was going to come down to free throws as oh, yeah. Julius Randle fails to connect on two of two. And the Knicks lose by one, bro. Talk to me, man. We all knew Julius Randle was going to miss. Oh, we knew. And the first (laughs) one was so smooth. The first one was so smooth, boy. And the second one, as soon as he let it go, was like, oh, man, bro. I I was surprised. I wasn't hurt. I was just like, listen, we were in the game. I saw some good things today. I'll, I'll, I'll take that. Because I already knew there's no way in hell Randall was going to hit two in a row with the game on the line. He hasn't hit two in a row all season. The only time he hit two in a row was today, and that's only because there was a lane violation. He tended- <laughs> yeah, right. So they gave, they gave him a, a bligh on that one. Oh, gosh, man. It's 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 the life of a Knicks fan, J. Ellis. It just can't be easy, man. Can never be easy, man. Yeah, but, you know, on the good side of things, the Knicks showed some some things that I, I you can build on. Yeah, hopefully. yeah. With the new coach, the Mike Miller era. And let's like, talk about that. Let's talk about that, man. The Mike Miller era kicked off today. Um, what did you see out there in terms? Obviously, we weren't going to see day and night changes, right? But there were certainly some adjustments out there that I saw. Uh, what What did you see out there from from the new team under the new regime? Oh man, 
just ah, uh, it was just like ooh, it was like a brush of fresh air, though. It was simple things that you know regular NBA teams do, like don't have your power forward run the offense. That was that was the biggest thing I saw today. I didn't yeah. see Randall bringing up the ball not one time. I when I seen Randall get the ball, it was off of a secondary action. Right, Gar had the ball first, did a little dribble, passed it off to Randall, and he made a quick decision, quick move to the rim, or he drove and kicked. So, I mean, that's the first biggest thing I noticed. What about you, CP? <laughs> um, I agree with you. The the, the guard play, you know, the, yeah. the guard play in terms of just attacking the paint, man. They were yeah. just very intentional, as you said, very quick with their decision-making. The pick-and-rolls were being run a lot more. We saw Mitch yeah. getting involved very early. I mean, the first, the first possession of the game, we saw Frank get all the way into the paint. And yeah. and uh, and kick it to Randall. I think he found somebody else for a score. But uh, I liked how uh, the guards were definitely attacking. How about on defense? No switching. No switching on the defensive end. That was a major change from the previous game where they really got crushed and bombed from downtown. I mean, obviously they lost the game and there were some spots where the defense was a little bit porous. But I thought overall, I, I thought the defense was was okay tonight. Yeah, here's the thing, man. Like, there was no switching, like you said. They didn't play the pick and roll perfectly right in the first half. Yeah. But the second half, they made adjustments, and they were able to do pretty well on the pick and roll, and they were also able to rotate pretty damn good for the entire second half to the point where they only scored 15 points. The Pacers only scored 15 points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And 23 in the in the third quarter after scoring 30 in the first two quarters so it was like it was night and day i like the, the the defensive adjustments from the Knicks. a lot a lot of um um like you said the defensive adjustments were, were pretty good i thought again the guard play was good i thought peyton gave us good minutes off the bench uh yeah. in terms of facilitating in terms of orchestrating uh he, he couldn't hit it he couldn't buy a basket from three feet away i mean we were just building a brick house from three feet away man Goodness. Yeah. yeah, like he hit a, he hit a he hit an open three that I was surprised went in because it was a line drive, but it went in. And he seems to make those sometimes when it's a tight game. But ninety seconds. He doesn't really hit two in a row all the time. But the thing with Peyton was you just saw the the impact he has on the game. Peyton, when Peyton turns it on defensively, he turns it on defensively. And he can really disrupt the defense when he's really focused in. And he did that today. And on, at the same time, he set the table for a lot of these guys in the second half to the point where Frank didn't even get back in the game. Yeah, and that was a good call. That was a good call by the coach because Peyton had it rolling. He was yep. definitely getting the, the offense in order and getting guys together, um, f- uh, really hustling on the defensive end as well, trying to call some turnovers and get us back in the game. We, we just could not get the timely hoops to close this one out one for 14 in the final five minutes jl is that is the story of this team we just cannot we we just do not have the scoring we do not have the scoring man to keep yeah, up they, they got tight that's what it was like, got tight we got tight because we got a lot of great rebounds and we got a lot of great looks uh and shots you know rj was open was wide open for a few mm-hmm. one shooter morris is open like we had some great looks but we just got tight they wanted that win so bad, and I feel like they, they collapsed a little bit. Yeah, but, um, they, they wanted it, man. And Morris, give credit, and Mookie had another solid game, 25 points on the night. Um, 
Randall, <laughs> listen, man. Ah, I think he, he started the game off well. Yeah, I, I thought he took advantage of uh, the Pacers, especially when when uh, when jeez, uh, the, the guy's name is slipping me, man. With the braids, he had a nasty finish to the game. He was blocking everything. Miles um, Turner, sorry, Miles Turner. Though right. Miles Turner went out the game, I thought Randall was able to take advantage. Um, when, when Turner came back into the game, though, he, he was really uh, an enforcer out there in the paint, and that was part of the reason why we couldn't get much uh, close to the rim. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're definitely right. But, I mean, he played pretty well the whole game until the last few minutes of the fourth quarter. Yeah. But overall, he played well. Overall, I was happy with Randall. I'm not I'm, – overall. I'm right. Not, I'm, that, that's what I mean. But it's just in, in yeah. crunch time when, we, when you needed him, he, he, yeah. uh, he reverted back to his old ways. The, yeah, the, the yeah, glass yeah. slipper fell off for Cinderella there. You know what I'm saying? There was one particular play when we uh, – that play when we missed like four, four like uh, – Four shots in a row, and Randall got the ball. Morris was wide open for three by himself. Yeah, he missed him completely. Ball. Missed him, and he completely tunnel vision and dove into the into like four people when he's been kicking the ball out all night. So um, I would like to see him pass the ball there, but I, I'm not going to super kill him because he did pass the ball a few times right before that. But I wish he I wish he to pass it to Morris there because that was the right play. Yeah, um, one thing's for sure, man. When when we go into this draft. We need another score out there. We need another shooter. If you're gonna have RJ out there, you're gonna need if it's if it's the point guard you're getting, he's gotta be able to score, man. He yeah, has yeah. to be able to shoot, bro. Because yeah, yeah. and that's why, like, I'm more so like I'm very open for Anthony Edwards. Even though people are like, yo, we need a point guard. We need a point. We need somebody that can put the ball in the hole, man. You yeah. know, it can't just be Morris being your only good perimeter shooter out there. We're just not gonna be good. Yeah, man, like, listen, like we said before about point guards versus playmakers, if you can have playmakers, you don't necessarily need a super superstar point guard. Um, but I, I agree with you. I definitely agree with you. I, I'm, I'm good on Anthony Edwards coming over here and, and putting the ball in the hole, for sure. Got to, man. Got to, because this this was – they went one for 14 down the stretch. At one point, they were stumbling and bumbling so much, JLs. I thought it was just one big Charles Smith highlight reel. <laughs> You know what I mean? I was just yeah. like, "Oh, Charles Smith! Oh, Charles Smith! Oh my God!" Like it was, woo. it was, it was just knocking you upside the head, man. The 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 foolery and and Clyde was getting a kick out of it. Clyde was just killing him down the stretch of the fourth quarter, oh, man. man. It was the circles was in town, but woo, they they wanted. It. I mean, we lost, but I mean, I'm not mad, man. I'm, I'm not even mad, yo. I'm just glad that Mike Mike Miller came in here and he seemed to put his imprint on the game a little bit. And at the same time, I think the the players themselves ensured a little more hustle. So we'll see if this lasts the second game, you know. See what happens. See what happens. You know, is it a coaching effect or is it a desperate team trying to impress and, and you know, tired of, of embarrassing themselves as they have in the past few games? Yeah. So we'll see. We'll, we'll, yeah, see. we'll see. I definitely think it's both because tactically the pick and roll thing was getting too – you know, the switching was too... The switching. The, the switching. And, and he simplified. He kept it simple. Hey, play your man. Exactly. <laughs> if it breaks down, next man up and, and we'll rotate a little bit easier. I just think maybe we just don't have the personnel with the proper awareness and IQ right now to, to just be a full-out switching team and be able to recover. So I, yeah. I think keeping it simple for right now is, is a better way to go. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, kudos to Mike. It wasn't a hard call to make. 
Yeah. <laughs> it was very obvious for everybody watching. Right. <laughs> but he made that call and that worked. Putting the ball in our guards and wings a lot more worked. Even, you know, last play of the game, they went ISO um, Morris a little. Yeah, they did. They went ISO Morris a little. But, um, you know, at least they got him a shot in his in this area, 15-footer. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right. Overall, pretty good showing for Mike Miller, I think. Yeah, it, it was a tough loss. Tough loss, man. But salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. This is Knicks Post Game Live, the number one show for the fans by the fans. CP from Knicks Fan TV. My man JLs from Nick of Time Show. If you're a diehard Knicks fan who loves to talk about Knicks news, Knicks rumors, and post-game live analysis featuring live callers who we're going to hear from next, smash that subscribe button below and the notification bell so you don't miss anything. Welcome to the show. Uh, Leon Johnson, appreciate it, sends us a super chat. He says, uh, Randall with the Sidney Dean brick. Damn. Yo, (laughs) let me tell you something. When that second one went off, I literally thought it was going to go over the basket. Like, I was just like, oh, my God. I said, oh, man. He didn't even give you a chance to dream, Jailers. I mean, that thing was gone. Like, yeah, it was gone. He, he, even Clyde was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the classic Clyde. Oh. The Clyde. Clyde was like, oh, my God. Oh, man. <laughs> Yo, man, I'm so desensitized. It's not even funny. Uh, I, wasn't, I wasn't even holding my breath, CP. I'm telling even- you. I was like, oh, he's missing this one. It's, it's Wait, we need Ari to kick us off on this one. Ari, Ari, what happened tonight, man? What happened with your boy Randall tonight, man? Talk to me, man. You guys hear me right? Yeah, loud and clear, bro. Oh, man, all right. Well, listen, I, would, I wanted to call him tonight and talk about, like, Fisdale and the whole firing and how he hasn't gotten arrested yet, so I'm still a little upset about that. <laughs> I'm also a little bit upset about the fact that, you know, Steve Mills is still here, but I'll get to that in a second, but... You know, listen, everyone's talking about Julius Randle in the free throws. Everyone knew he wasn't going to hit the free throws, yeah. okay? Yeah. But what I'm more concerned about is the 6-for-18 shooting. And literally every time this guy touches the ball, he either turns it over, gets stripped and doesn't turn it over, gets blocked, or it's like throws up a brick. Like, how small are these guys' hands? Like, what is wrong with this dude? Yeah, and I really want all always the Sergio gets stripped, fans in here. Man. Always gets stripped. He only has one turnover today. But where, I, I, where are the Sergio fans right now? I don't understand. I'm getting, I was getting ripped. Where are, where are you guys? Like, yo, put your name put your name where you said you was putting your name. Say you made a mistake. Own up your sins. Sid Leonard, CP the artist. Always like, calling oh, names God. again tonight. Every Samaritan, Sublime Music Group, Chris Ciara, Macho Man, Enzo, Brian Bazin. Locks Main, the only locks I eat is on my bagel, bro. Like, come on, dog. What is this? Like, yo, come on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what, what's going on here, dude? I'm, I'm sick of this. I'm uh, sick of this. People don't put respect on my name saying, like, I, I'm, I'm, I, I, I don't know basketball or anything like this. I called this, bro. This is ridiculous. I don't know why this guy got $63 million. It makes me hate Steve Mills even more. I hate Oof. Steve Mills. He needs to go. More than Fisdale, he needs to go. And this is the problem. And I'll tell you the real problem right now, CP. CP, the real problem right now is the trade deadline is coming up, and Steve Mills is still on our on our team. Like, we cannot have him blow this for us. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they, they, they. he should be out before December 15th and before, you know? Yeah, they're like, going to be on the clock. We're going to trust this guy to make these moves? Well, I, I sure as like, hell don't, man. What, I, I sure as hell don't, man. Appreciate the call, man. 
Um, Mills got to go. As, as we've, I think, uh, I think the fan base has beat it over the head, <laughs> made it clear to you. <laughs> Mills has, has got to go. Ari sounded off, set man. the tone for the night, man. He's not, he's not happy tonight, man. He's not happy. I'm still, man. Listen, I'm not killing Randall tonight. I know he shot bad, but he's plus ten. He played pretty well for the whole night. The last quarter he was sucky though. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not killing him. Tonight. Listen. <laughs> when, when the rubber met the road, when the money was on the line, he just didn't give us what we needed. Yeah, miss free throw. Miss free throw. Uh, caught him a couple miss buckets right at the rim. Again, like I said, Turner was out there uh, uh, beasting, just protecting the paint. But it, it it was all bad. It it was all bad, man. Yeah, it was bad. I mean, there's other nights I could kill Randall. I'm not. Yeah. Gonna, I'm not going to super kill him tonight. I hate, I hate it, man. <laughs> um, let's get to um Raekwon from the Bronx. Raekwon, how you feeling, man? What man, CPJ Ellis, how y'all doing, man? Good, bro. How you doing, bro? Good, good, good. Oh boy, man, I'm so, I'm so glad Fitzdale is fired, man. But <laughs> let's get right into it, man, guys. So, um, if you guys been watching Randall and and um RJ, man, the thing with them is, man. These guys, they're the best guys on our team, right? So they got to learn how to hit these free throws, man. I mean, come on. Yeah. Like, what is Randall doing, man? He's looking like Eddie Curry out there, CP. It's like, not, not good. What's up with your boy, man? It, it, it's you not know? good. <laughs> and um, what you call it? Yeah, RJ, he just got to he just gotta hit them shots, you know? I've seen a lot of consistency from him, you know? And um, another thing, CP and Jalis, mm-hmm. that I, I like, you know, with Mike Miller's system was – um. If you guys are watching, we didn't see Julius Randle um, coming up, you know, like hitting threes, a lot of threes. He was just playing down low, and that's, you know, that's his game. That's his natural game. You yeah. know, he got to come down low, do his thing. And so, um, but as far as that, man, like like I said, I feel like the team is just, they look like they're playing together. You know, they look like they're listening to Mike Miller. And um, another thing about Mike Miller is I could tell, you know, like right now, man, he's different from Fizz. You know, like when you watch him, He's not, you know, like scratching his head, you know, all these kind of silly <laughs> antics. He's just calm, collected. You know, he looked like he know what he's doing, man. And so I'm kind of proud of that. But like I said, um, you know, I, I kind of see some improvements and hopefully, you know, we could get it together. But um, that's all I wanted to say, man. And um, shout out to Knicks fans TV, guys. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it, Raekwon. Yeah, that's Yeah, go ahead, Jay. That's good. Now it's it's just funny that people are so tired of fish they complain about him scratching his head. <laughs> Real talk, man. Well, listen, we 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 had a uh, we had a monster show yesterday, man. Crazy, crazy show. We didn't get a chance to get you on the show. What did you yeah, think about man. the Fizz firing and and that whole fiasco, man? Yeah, it was one of those things. Where I I thought he could last the end of the year, but um after that two game winning streak, I said this, I said it on the show. I was like, damn, you, I don't I don't know if he's gonna last the night. And and sure enough, he was gone. And it's just like I, at this point, I'm just, I, I'm just I'm just glad to move on at this point. I'm just glad yeah. to move on and to seem like we have a competent coach so far. We'll see how it goes. I'm I'm waiting to see what kind of impact Mike Miller has on his team. He's had a pretty good impact in the G League. He's done well in college, um, and he's not going to be too far away from what the guys know already. So. You know what? Uh, I'm kind of just I'm just, I'm just curious to see where he goes with this, and if we even going to need a coach next season, if he's going to do that well, or if we're still going to completely change courses later on, man. Gonna be interested to see. Certainly on a sixty day try, sixty game tryout for sure. 
So, so we'll see what happens. But he certainly comes highly recommended, highly touted, and respected around the league. We'll see. So did, so was the last guy. So we'll so see. So was the last guy. Yeah, yeah we'll see. But um, as I told you, you know, from the podcast that we did earlier this week, I didn't think he was going to last, and he sure enough didn't. And I thought that um, that that pre that last game was the icing on the cake for him. You just weren't going to survive that right in front of Dolan. There was no way he was going to come out on top of that. I thought that you know the the reactions lead wide was a clear shot at the top, and whether it's Dolan, whether it's Mills, you know, players, executives, coaches, they all took their digs at the top, and and we expected it, right? Right. We definitely expected it. You can only hope that Dolan finally listens, right? Yeah, not for sure. But like, this still this weird thing where you know people who don't watch the Knicks closely, yes, um, comment and then the noise ever. I was going to, to curse again. Mm-hmm. It, annoys, it annoys me. It annoys me when people who don't watch the Knicks make a comment and then they'll say stuff like. Well, well, look at the way the team was constructed. It, David Fizdale didn't deserve that because the way the team constructed. Like, we all know that the team was constructed weird. But David Fizdale had a lot to do with the way we were losing. So I, And so I, I, I feel like unless you watch this team night after night and you just don't, you know, watch the score at the end of the nights when you're watching your 38 teams, you don't realize the nuance and the things that David Fizdale does that doesn't isn't conducive to a winning NBA team. Yep, I agree. I agree. They're definitely not watching the games. Their takes are more, uh, you know, media generated from you know high level uh, shots yeah. at the Knicks, which are still true. But again, they're not taking into consideration the the, the day in day out execution or, or lack thereof that 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 you know Fisdale was here doing. So, I I definitely agree with you on that. I think again. I, I just hope Dolan really takes because there's one thing with Dolan, and and I said this earlier, earlier when we did the season preview, is that uh, he reacts. He certainly reacts to uh, the noise, <laughs> right? Yeah. He mm-hmm. reacts to the noise. I said that a while ago, and and I knew when we were gonna get off to this slow start that he was gonna push that panic button and get him out of here. Rightfully, wrongly, we'll see. We'll, yeah. we'll see. But hopefully it goes to Mills now. Mills has to be next and get him out of here, man. Yo, that's the crazy thing, man, because I, I, you just know that, like you said, Dolan pays attention to the noise. And the fact that the media is focusing in on Steve Mills, like, actually might help get Steve Mills out of that's here. That's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> like, what I'm saying. Like, it might, we might actually, I know he's going after you, Jerry, or, or, or he might be. I don't know if it's a rumor or not. Yeah. But the fact that the media is focusing on Steve Mills. Yeah, the league, not even the media, the league. The league. Might get Steve Mills out of here and actually keep keep uh, Scott Perry here. Well, I don't know. That I don't know. That actually might happen. That I don't know because, like I said, if he ends up bringing in a new president, that guy's going to, you know. Yeah, he's going after you, Jerry. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see, man. But hopefully... Hopefully with that uh, that that starts to stir the pot and get this guy out of here, man, because he needs to be next. Um, let's go to the phones. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. If you're new in the chat, leave us a hashtag new so we can shout you guys out. Let's go to um, Pennsylvania. Tucson is up. He wants to talk about uh, Coach Miller. What's up, man? Going on, y'all. How you feeling, bro? Oh, man. 
I'm good. I'm good. Wasn't really expecting to win, so not that devastated. But at the end of the day, uh, we've seen some improvement. So, I mean, I'm content with that. The fact we didn't see Ellington, I don't know if he's hurt or whatever. Yeah, he was but hurt. He, he was didn't injured. Play, so I'm good. Hey, Achilles. Um, and uh, honestly, my favorite part of the game was, well, a few times where I just seen Peyton tell Randall to get the hell out of the way yeah. and let me play point guard. Right. Right. I mean, that's, you, need, you need that command. I don't know if the I'm offense. That's what I've been asking but, Frank to do when he was out here taking over, JLs. That's the thing, though. He's not. At the he's point. not that kid. He's not that guy yet. He's he's yeah, still a baby. That, he's still a baby. Uh, there is some cachet with with uh between Randall and Peyton. True. So you you start to think with two competent because we never really had two competent point guards on his team at the same time. You know what I'm saying? And we haven't had somebody that Randall actually respects that's a guard yet. Yeah. So you start to think what would happen if Peyton was actually here for this first half or this first stretch. Things might have been a little bit different. I'm not saying we'd have won yeah. more games, but you know. And the game situations might have been a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely, man. Yeah, they got that chemistry. Yep. For sure. Definitely got a lot of I mean, I feel at the end of the day, uh, Peyton knows the real Randall. Like, he knows <laughs> where Randall could be He knows who this guy is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at the end of the day, like, let's be real. Randall is good if he dribbles three times or less. Yeah, and Peyton is basically saying like, "Yo, just get the hell out the way. I'm gonna get you the ball if you if you need to have it." Yeah, that was that was a big goal. True story, guy, Jails. That was a big difference tonight. Randall one turnover tonight. Yeah, just one, one turnover tonight, and that was the biggest thing tonight. That the what was mo- most refreshing for me was watching the point guards point guard, even yeah. when Peyton wasn't even even when Peyton wasn't in the game. Yeah, I mean, I thought I thought DSJ was lousy, but I thought second second half he did a little bit better of a job yeah. penetrating, and he was hustling a bit better on defense. But overall, he's still kind of like there in the headlights right now. Yo, DSJ was definitely lousy, at least the first half. Yeah. Um, second half, he definitely picked it up. But at the same time, even with DSJ being lousy, our best chance is the DSJ running the offense over Randall running the offense, even with yeah. DSJ. Yeah. Uh, agreed, man. It, it's nice to have somebody that it will actually take charge and, and hold Julius accountable and just let him know, like, you know, keep him honest. You, yeah. you know what I mean? Keep keep him honest. Um, you know, Mike Vorkanoff of The Athletic, he wrote an article today that was basically talking about Fizz and basically, uh, you know, alluded to the fact that Fizz would allow guys to kind of stretch beyond what they're accustomed to doing. Right, you know, when in previous destinations they were kind of limited to to certain facets of the game, Fizz would kind of, you know, a- allow guys to kind of stretch and definitely like Randall, definitely, you know, definitely, definitely Randall in terms of uh, you know trying to bring a ball up and point forward and just trying to be that playmaker for the team. But it was hurting us. It's been yeah. hurting us. Yeah, like there's a there's a thin line between experimenting and. And going off the rails. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is going off the rails. Fizz, 
experiments, man. He had to he had to wheel it in because it was going, it was going too far left. Fizz was going off the rails, indeed, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, man. Fizz your point. Yeah. So when they when these guys who don't watch the Knicks talking about what is Fizzbill doing wrong, it's like, dude, do you watch like stuff like that? Like you, the experiments go left way too much, man. Yeah. It's cool to experiment every once in a while. Or, oh, he had a really experiment in. Agreed. Uh, agreed, man. Um, back to the game. I thought I thought Mitch gave us some good minutes. Yeah, uh, he's still not able to finish like easier buckets. Like he did go six for nine tonight, but there was still some some action around the rim that I would have liked to have seen him clean up a little bit. Um, he still finished with fourteen and seven, three block shots tonight. So I, I thought overall Mitch was good. Dotson certainly had the green light tonight, boy. Dot, that boy, that boy Dot was letting it fly from Uptown <laughs> Harlem World, man. Listen to that boy, that, that, that Dotson. But listen, <laughs> if Dotson didn't get hurt last game, I think he was going to go out to go off. But Dotson looks great, man. Like, I don't know what it is this year, but Dotson looks faster. Is it just me? Yo, he was playing like he was on speed. Is this, oh, he, Dotson was playing like he's on speed, man. Yo, ever since he beat DSJ in a race, I'm telling you, man, <laughs> he got faster. I don't know, man. League might have to check his piss. Oh four, no! <laughs> four for eleven know. for Dot tonight. Like I said, it wasn't highly accurate. He took some questionable ones, but he was he was letting it fly though. He was definitely letting it fly. Yeah, man, and he's the guy. I mean, <laughs> Fizz let him let it fly, so he's accustomed to doing that. Yeah, but um, I liked what he saw. I like always liked how Dawson shot. I always liked how he squared up to the basket pretty quickly. And um, now it seems like he's he's getting to the basket a lot faster and crisper. True story. True story. Let's head up top to T. Dot Mello. What's happening, bro? What's good? What's good, fellas? What's good? How you feeling, man? Oh man, let me tell you. Okay, I'm alright, yo. I just got off work. I want to talk to you guys about the game. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. I'm not mad about the game, yo. To be honest, whatever that happens when you don't have a superstar, you can't just close out a game like that. Whatever, it doesn't matter. I'm just happy. The biggest capper in the world isn't on the Knicks no more. I'm tired. I was done with Fizzle telling me I want to bring dogs out. I want to bring hounds out. Mike Miller was the only one that actually brought these players to fight tonight. So I don't care. The game was a game. It was a good game. But to be honest, though, I just wanted to address this whole thing about how all these coaches are chiming in about David Fizzle getting blackballed throwing under the bus, whatever. It, I'm sorry, did you guys did you guys see what Jay Will said about how like he's he's a black man, he shouldn't be he shouldn't be fired like that. Come on, yo. Come yeah, on, I, I didn't yo. see that, but that, on, that's a stretch. Yeah. I didn't see that's Come on, yo. What bro, he was cheeks, bro. He was cheeks. How are you these men are red pick and rolls with this guy. Where why does the race card have to come into this, bro? Bro, I'm just happy, bro. He's not on the court no more trying to tell these men, trying, trying, trying to make Randall bring the ball down the court, bro. Thank God Alfred told him to shut the hell up, yo. Get the ball out of the way. <laughs> oh, man. Come on, bro. Do you see that in the fourth quarter? Oh, of course, Randall's of course, to yeah. Alfred's like, yo, who are you, bro? Yeah. Who uh, are you, bro? Uh, give me the ball. Move out of the way. Absolutely, bro, man. I'm just happy. Appreciate the call, man. Oh, man. You know... Hey, listen, it's good to see. I'll, I'll I'll temper my expectations and my excitement for Mike Miller 
for tonight. Right. I got to see larger sample size, Jails. I mean, let's not act oh, like, you know, this team has given oh. this type of effort before. And they still lost the game, right? Mm-hmm. But they have given this type of effort before. Um, again, it's good to see the adjustments that we did see. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Go ahead. And again, so let's see over a larger sample size. Let's see how that translates. Again, he's not going to compensate for the lack of shooting and the lack of overall talent on this team. But I think he should certainly help, and let's see how the players respond. Yeah, like I, I feel you. I'm not going to overreact as well. It's still only one game, but it, it's just a breath of fresh air to get a coach who was doing basic things. Yeah, I think. So it's like you're like like it really does not at this point does not really take much to impress us right now. <laughs> the bar the bar is real low. The, the bar, bar is real low, low right now. It's like yo, call timeout when you're supposed to, <laughs> right? Let your point guards bring up the ball. Let your shooting guards shoot it. Let your wings, you know, get the secondary action. Like it's like basic stuff that we're asking for, and, and like that Mike Miller is doing. Like, don't have DSJ and Alpha Payton playing at the same time. Yeah, simple things. No simple. no Porters, Morris, and Randall at the same time. Yeah, we're asking for very simple things. Simple. Simple, simple, all simple really things, man. That's what we have to do. <laughs> and, and we're going to be very happy. Hey, the first, the first five or six plays, R.J. Barrett was running the offense for the most part. Yeah. I was happy. Where are you? Simple. Are you? Were you happy? I was happy. I, I was certainly happy. I was certainly happy until until the Charles Smith Memorial game broke out with five minutes left in the game, and we went one for 14 <laughs> to close. Oh, my God. Stumbling and bumbling all over the place, but yeah, uh, it is what it is, man. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. We got over 1,000 people watching on Knicks Fan TV. Salute to everybody watching. CP from Knicks Fan TV. I got my man, JL, from the Nick of Time show in the building. This is number one show for the fans by the fans. Hit that thumbs up button for your boys. Let's have a, uh, a massive thumbs up for your boys right now to support the channel on three one two three hit that thumbs up button hit that like button let's get the 500 for tonight and uh yeah man definitely appreciate the uh appreciate the support jls let's salute um some hashtag news in here i definitely want to shout out um the beast tag he says he's team hashtag new apple fanboy claims he's new but he's definitely not new uh (laughs) Pranav, Pranav checking in from India. All right. Yeah, he's checking in from India. He's team hashtag new. Welcome to Pranav. Welcome. Uh, who you? Any, any what? Everybody here hashtag old unless y'all shy hashtag new people. I see they call me Tack and they always. Tack, what up, Tack? Yeah, Christian Smith is always in here. Uh, uh, Antoine. What's up, Antoine? I know the name. Okay. Shells is in here hopping. Shells, what's up, man? Yeah, Alice Collins hopped in here to, to Robert Paris. Okay, okay. Shout out to you guys, man. Um, Dante Ramirez, salute to you. Welcome to the channel. Welcome to the movement. All right, back to the phone, Zales. Let's hear from the people. Nate from Rochester is up. Nate, how you feeling, man? What's up, guys? How you feeling, uh, all right, bro? Feel all right. Yeah, uh, Keith Smart kind of took us from the grave there with that last free throw. But, you know, it's, it's whatever. <laughs> um. Keith Smart <laughs> came back from the grave, man. <laughs> oh man, boy. Yeah, but um, yeah, I wanted to call in yesterday, but I was at work, so uh, I kind of want to talk about the whole like coaching uh, thing sure. going on. Sure, sure. Uh, cu- a couple of things. Uh, 
to be Fisdale is not a good coach. All right, we'll get that straight. But there's a lot of things that kind of like led up to the firing that kind of made it inevitable. But I don't really think it was his fault. Really, you know, he didn't need to go. One, there was a really tough schedule. Um, Milwaukee and Denver off of the uh, like two in a row. Um, Milwaukee beat the Clippers by like forty the game after, and we were coming in off of back to back. So it's like you know Milwaukee blows out everybody. So like yeah. we were really pissed at that game. But then like when you kind of put it into perspective, you know that's the best team in the league that I think. And Denver Nuggets, they're just a better team than us. They shoot threes, we don't hit them. <laughs> so Fizzle yeah. goes, all right, cool, goodbye. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Mm-hmm. Mike Miller comes in, and uh, we got we can't evaluate him off this game because one, the Pacers were coming off a of back to back. And we always know teams, when they get a new coach, they play with, like, a different type yeah, of energy. Yeah, they play with a spirit, coming sure. out a little more motivated. Sure. Yeah, and we still didn't pull out the win, so it's like, you know, like, there's not really much you can take from it. Uh, Alfred Payton was, like, he was good, but, you know, with the way we're evaluating Mike Miller is, like, do the young players get better, and do we run a type, like, a better system? Right. And right now, we can't really evaluate what he's doing because one, he didn't even get a practice in with him. They fired yeah. Fitzell after the practice, so right. Mike Miller hasn't even implemented anything. They were running the sets from before, right? And like, we're still not going to be—we're not going to be able to build a system like in the middle of the season with no. Mike Miller running the show. We mm-hmm. might do a couple of different things, but it's still going to be the same team overall. We have the same talent, and like, I wanted Mike Miller. I think we should definitely give him a shot. I'd even like to see him into next year because I think he can develop guys. But like, you know, it's like. Don't overreact too much. Just play it I out. Um, I don't want to see. I, I, honestly, I would rather see DSJ play than Payton. This kind of be a hot take, but Alfred yeah. Payton is not here for the future. He's a one-year deal. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it shows that we need confident point guard play because so even with like a little bit, we look a lot better. But mm-hmm. he's not yeah. the guy. Our guy is probably Nico Mannion. That's the guy I want, or uh, Lamella Ball. Any of those guys. But you know, just let's just see how it plays out. Okay, yeah, that's all I got. Appreciate the call, Nate. Appreciate it, man. Uh, how many minutes did DSA get tonight? He got twelve. You know, I mean, yeah, I, 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 I agree that yeah, I would love to see um, DSA play. I, I have been saying let it come down between DSA and Frank, but also, man, having lost damn near eight nine straight, you, you got to try to get a win. And at that, at the, the way the game was going, I, yeah. I think Peyton gave us the best chance out of the point guards. I think Peyton gave us the best chance, just the way the game, the vibe of the game. Oh, yeah, for sure. I feel like Peyton gives us one of the best chance overall if he's in the rotation over DSJ uh, period right now. Like, uh, Not to say DSJ can get better, but this season, I don't know. Peyton just knows how to run an offense. Right. And and bigger than knowing how to run an offense is he's a playmaker who takes command of the team, which is different from, you know, a player who sets up a team. Like, you know, Frank can set up a team. DSJ can set up a team sometimes. Uh, Peyton can take – Peyton will point somebody in the right direction right, on, right. on defense. Run the team. Offense. Yeah. Like, that's a, there's a, that's a different thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. I, I so, agree. So, yeah. listen, he, he when it comes to that, he's the best on the team. Let's just be fair. He's the best on the team. But to Nate's point, you want to see what you have with the other two guys, and I've I've said that as well. I agree with that. I just feel like tonight I, I was trying to get a win, man. So let's just yeah, go yeah. go with what was oh, working. God. Yeah, I was just trying to get a win, <laughs> yeah. man. So I wanted that win too, yeah. man. I wanted to see some yeah, wins man. so bad. 
I want to see somebody feel good on our team. That's right. That's okay. it. That, that's yeah. it, man. Uh, we got 1,100 rolling in Knicks Fan TV. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Let's get to 500 likes tonight. Happy Saturday, Knicks Nation, wherever you guys are watching from around the world. I want to shout out King Cash. He's team hashtag new. Uh, Demetrius Martinez, he says hashtag new from Brooklyn and London. Salute to Demetrius. Definitely want to shout out. Um, the shooter says he's new. He's definitely not new, but shout out to him anyway. Salute to Jack Peters. John Talento was in here early. Salute to you guys. Uh, as you guys know, some of the regulars, this show has been brought to you by the good people at Scotch Porter. Premium beard products. That is the beer products that I use. I use the wash, Jay Ellis. I use the uh, the conditioner, right. the beard balm, and the and the serum. That is what you need to keep it fresh, keep it smooth, and keep it moisturized, especially in the wintertime. For my fans, for the viewers tonight, you can get a 50% off the Scotch Porter Beard Collection. I know a lot of my fans have already started purchasing them. There's a link in the bio or go to scotchporter.com. Slash hashtag KFTV. Get your premium premium beer products for the winter time. Tell your wife, tell your girlfriend, your significant other that's what you want. And and you'll be happy for it. They'll be happy for it. You know what I mean? JL's gotta pay the bills a little. Yeah, 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 I pay the bills, man. Absolutely, man. I uh, also want to shout out Bad Book One. He says hashtag new. He says, uh, I'm a Bulls fan who watch passionate smart fans. Discovered you guys on this, and I'm a loyal listener. Maybe Bulls will fire someone next. Good fire for the Knicks. Uh, if not, Mills is next. So salute to Bad Book. He's a Bulls okay. fan, JLs. Donated to the show because he respects smart and knowledgeable fans. We, we we appreciate that. Definitely appreciate that. We, we appreciate that, man. We, we yeah, welcome man. everybody to the show. Go ahead, JLs. Yeah, yo. Shout out to, hold on, hold on, so sorry. To trust True Story, 163, hashtag new shout out to True Story. True Story. Yeah, shout out to Alex Collins who's hopping back and forth between the two chats. <laughs> and, yeah. and shout out to, uh, they call me Tack. He says, Jail's not fair to fair. He said he watches Frank many times and he sets up plays and directs guys and they just look lost. Yeah, I, I mean, I, and that is true. I do see Frank dribble the ball and do the point. But you know, like I said, there's a difference between people have to listen to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. And respect. And respect. And Frank will get there. And it's harder to get respect when you're a rookie one and when you have the reputation of being timid. Two. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's going to have to grow into that. Right. So, not to say he can't, but it's just circumstances right now is not going to allow Randall to listen to Frank. Facts. Factuals, factuals, man. All right, let's get back to it. Let's go to um, Q's up. Q from Brooklyn. Q, how you feeling, man? Yo, what's up, fellas? What's good, bro? How you feeling, bro? What's good, fellas? Oh, nothing, man. I'm just not too mad about this game. A um, couple of points just want to punch out. Um, when it comes to Frank and Peyton, I'll deal with a two-headed, you know, point guard until we get, you know, the real deal in here, until we get what we need. We need a point guard that penetrates – breaks down the defense, but once he gets to the below the foul the foul, the foul line, he he looks to score. You know, right. when he looks to score, then that opens up everything else. So if we could get a point guard like that, we would definitely be where we need to be. Um this team is not as bad as this record. So 
you know, I'll deal with, you know, Frank and his setup. His problem is he he defers too much. That's his problem. And, you know, I like Peyton that he, you know, he chess plays the, the court, but he has a really low IQ. That's what really hurts Peyton. So what? once we get the, you know, okay. yeah, yeah, he does. Let me tell you why. Let me yeah, tell why you why. say that? He doesn't know once he – yeah, let me tell you why. When he gets to the paint, he's so indecisive. You know, he know, he has to know when to score. So once you get to the paint as a point guard, you have to know that, oh, I got to score, and then you mix it up and say, oh, when the defense converges, and you pass. Payton hasn't done that once. He's better than Frank because he gets there, but Payton still has that indecisiveness but he only does good when Randall's there. And that's only that cohesiveness that he has with Randall. But that's that's my problem with Peyton. But I think Peyton should start first and then have Frank come off the bench. And DSJ, he's done. Uh, I just – I don't think he's a – I think he's one of those players that needs the change of scenery or just really don't need to be in the league. Yeah, I, I think I think we need a G League. I, I think we need a G League, man. And yeah, appreciate he, the call, Q, Q. I think we need a G League right now, uh, JL, just to get DSJ right, man. Yeah, I don't agree with that low IQ from. LK. I don't think it's IQ. I think it's just he's he can't shoot, he can't score, and so he gets he gets apprehensive down there and passes and defers because he can't score. JL, he had a runner today that like damn near was an air ball, man. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Too. And let's, let's be clear too: this is his second game back. But not to say he's a you know a dominant scorer when he gets to when he gets down there. But I, I feel like he can hit a layup at a decent, like an average clip at least. I don't think he's bad at shooting layups. It's more of his shooting, really, to me. But yeah, I don't, nah, his, his IQ is fine. Ah, besides, yeah, his IQ is fine. And as far as DSJ, DSJ right now his biggest skill is penetration. So he's pretty good at driving and kicking. But his thing is more like, you know, the little hesitations and stuff once he gets by line pull up the foul line to set people up. But um Yeah, that's all that's all. DSJ is just running backwards, man. That's all I got. I'll give DSJ some credit. He played all right in the second half and he played defense pretty well in the second half as well. Got some few steals and uh seemed like he was hustling and motivated. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure what we got to do to get him right. What do you guys think in the chat, man? Let us know. Uh, let's go to um, Brooklyn. JJ's up next. JJ, how you feeling, man? Yep. Yep. How you doing, bro? Yo, how you guys doing, man? How's everything? Good, man. What's going on? Good, good. I just want to say real quick, Um, first, we can't say this, you know, Mike Miller's like the coach of the future. You always get that, you know, the first couple of games where they're, you know, motivated a new voice. You know, that happens in any sport, you know. And the Pacers right. didn't have their best player tonight. So we got to, they didn't have Brogdon. Obviously, all the depots Depot, yeah. But mm-hmm. also, just, yeah, you know. But uh, just a lack of shooting is just, it's killer. You know, at the end of the game, it was a good defensive squad when Mitch and Barrett and, you know, Peyton. But these guys, these guys can't even hit a free throw, no less, you know, a three pointer. Our best shooter is Morris right now, and he's not even going to be here. Not even for the rest of the year, but in the future, like next year, like where do we get shooters from? But these guys aren't going to become knockdown shooters all of a sudden. You know, yeah. Edwards is probably the best shooter in the draft. You know, if we're lucky enough to get him, but 
you know, Ball and Cole Anthony. These guys are not um, shooters. Where do we, you know, either sign or that's you know, why you draft. trade Morris people. That's why you trade him. Thank you, JJ. That's you why think you we're trade him. First KL. for him, man. I would hope so. I don't know. I, I can't say. I'm, I'm speculating, and and um, you know, he's playing yeah. well enough to to try. Yeah. You, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he's playing well enough to try. Of the 16 teams that are making the playoffs, somebody got to be able to pony up a, a first rounder. You know, we'll see see who's in in uh, cap difficulties. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why you got to trade yeah. him, Can I say one more thing, thing real quick? Yeah, go ahead, JJ. Go ahead, finish up. Yeah, yeah. I just want to say, too, man, like, so many of our players are out of position right now. You know, Nash, to me, he should be a four. He's not athletic enough to guard threes. And to me, you know, Morris, he shouldn't be guarding the perimeter guarding threes. He's a four. We got him playing at three. You know, Barrett, to me, is not as in a shooting guard. He can't shoot. To me, he's a three. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, I agree. I just think a lot of our team is out of position. I agree. You know I mean? Good call, bro. Good call. You That's know? why, hey, you get Anthony Edwards, you slide RJ to the three JLs and call it a day. Mm. We we need some more scoring in here. And if Mars is not going to sign with you next year, I highly doubt it. I don't know why he would out of all 30 teams in the league. The, with the season that he's having, you got to try to trade him and try to get another I asset. Feel man. I feel you. I would like. I would love to have him for sure. But if he's going to leave, I guess you would have to trade him. But it's like, man, that's a huge hole. He's been keeping us in a yeah. lot of shooting alone yeah and man think about think about what not having a three point <laughs> yeah think about not having him with that sure hey listen man he's beasting another beastly night 50 percent from three 50 percent from uh overall you know 25 points he had an outstanding game he had an outstanding game tonight yeah outstanding man. game i like mars yeah man and he's gonna give you some effort on defensive end too. that's right even though the last the last uh the last possession that Indiana scored with five minutes left, that was a boneheaded foul on Mars there when he fouled Jeremy Lamb from behind. Yo, replay that. I was did he foul him? It looked did he foul him like on his foot or something? I didn't see the foul. I'm not sure. It was questionable, but they still called it, you know? I don't think he touched him. I yeah. don't think I, I think unless he tripped him because Jeremy Lamb had it stuck his foot out when he shot from and Morris behind us, the only way I can see, because I, when I looked at it, I just like, yo, I don't think I saw Randall even touch his arm or nothing. But Yeah. Whatever. You need to hear it. You know how it goes, man. Yeah. Uh, salute to everybody in the chat once again. Make sure you guys are hitting that thumbs up. Uh, please support your boys. That is the number one way to support us for free. Just hit that like button. Share these videos and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Hit the notification bell so you don't miss the next one. Once again, CP from Knicks Fan TV, Knicks Post Game Live, and Man JLs from Nick of Time Show. This show is available in audio podcast format. Always remember that. So if you can't make it live, the replay is always available. We run a replay of this show the next day. And then also there's all of these shows, all the interviews and podcasts are available in audio podcast format. Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, Amazon Alexa, all under Knicks Fan TV. And the mods will throw the links uh, in the chat. All right, Jails. Go ahead, Shout out to Rascal going for subscribing just now. Rascal, what's going, man? Shout out Rascal. All right, let's go to B-more. Ron is up. What's up, bro? What's going on, guys? How you doing, man? Oh, man. It was... Uh, I enjoyed the game tonight. Um, it was very competitive. I know it hurts to lose, but, I mean, I'll take that effort the rest of the season. 
um, in my opinion. I want to give a shout-out to Alfred Payton because I, I feel like he had a nice game. Um, got us moving up and down the court. Mm-hmm. You know, Randall drives me nuts, but if you're going to have him out on the perimeter – have him in the middle of the floor, like kind of not like on – because, I mean, he's going to turn it over. But, I mean, at least he he didn't go nuts with the turnovers. But um, I guess my question is, with this new coach, are you guys all going in an all-out youth movement? Do you think that's how we have to go? And are you happy with Frank starting now? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good with Frank starting. I'm I'm definitely good with Frank starting for now. Um, and like I said, I, we we have to evaluate this and, and see where he is, see where Ju, uh, where uh, DSJ is going to be by the end of the season, and see see what Mike Miller's message to them to see how that resonates and how they respond. What, yeah. what do you say, Jails? Yeah, like it's it's, it's a two point thing. You know what I'm saying? Because if if Mike Miller wins. With playing the vets and the youth movement together, then he looks good. You know, <laughs> like then there's more likelihood right. that we'll try to keep him next season. If he goes straight up youth using now, then it's kind of like, all right, I'm just developing the youth. I'm throwing in the season, and I feel like he's pretty much saying I don't even need the job next season because I'm not even showing, you know, that I can try to win a game. So I feel like he's going to try to yeah. win for the first month or so. You know what I'm saying? And then see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, the coach can't make the shots for him, so we still missed a lot of wide open shots. But like, at least we gave ourselves a chance to win. I mean, we held we held the Pacers, who's a good offensive team, to thirty eight points in the second half, and that to me, that's what I'm proud of. I mean, yeah, I'm okay with losing. I hate losing, but that's a game. That's a competitive game in the Garden. That's how it should be at home. Like yeah. you gave yourself a chance to win, not the crap the, the, the crap that we've been watching, where the team has no chance to win. So, I know next year when we get Lamelo Ball, we'll be back, but um, <laughs> we can't have Lavar in the Garden. By the way, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, hey, uh, listen, uh, the people been saying that Lavar's been quiet, man. I don't know. You know, I guess there's not much to talk about down there. The NBA in, in Australia with just six and what nine teams, I think they got so. Lonzo's not really making no noise. I don't know. I think Lavar's kind of just been chilling, Jails. I've been leery of it too, but you know, you never know, man. What do you think? She, man, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what. I don't know what's. Is it? Is he? Is he quiet because he's not in the big market no more? Right. ESPN kind of shut him out. New York might bring it back. You know, bring the beast. Yeah, back, you, you, know? you Yeah, you get the number one pick. Lamelo's number one pick. Lavar might come back out. Like, yeah, it might know. be. The- Ball band revival. Yeah. <laughs> Laval come out like, you know that meme, uh, that Kim Kardashian meme where she pops out the bushes? You know that one? Laval <laughs> pop out like Kim K out the bushes, man. Oh, man. Yeah. Or, or that Jimmy Butler, that Jimmy Butler meme. All right, let's go to, um, let's go to, oh, yeah. Let's go to Sergio. Sergio's in the house. Uh, here we go. Sergio, talk to us tonight, man. Um, you know, there, there was a little... Uh... Speak the name of the devil and he shall appear. <laughs> oh, God, here we go. Yo, there, there was a little I tension in the room yo, a little earlier with Ari, Sergio, man. What happened I tonight? was trying to get at y'all the other day and tell you how sad it is to see Sisdale go because he's taking that fine-ass wife with him. 
You know what I'm saying? Hey, I can't, I mean, hey thou shalt not cover. Uh, I, I can't. Uh, cool. I mean, next, next I subject. Happy. Next subject. I was, yeah, that's about why I was here. Yeah, I was happy. <laughs> I was happy with Mike's uh, adjustments today. You know what I'm saying? Does Julius need a, a leash? He does. You know what I'm saying? Also, uh, you know, it, it's easy. It's very easy when you live in New York City to to just down the team and just call. You know, if I wanted to call and cry after every loss. I'd probably be, you know, have as many fanboys as your boy Kellerman, you know, if I came in and cried. But, you know what I'm saying? It's harder to support your players. And I understand, yo, Randall's right. He's the tank commander. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But I'm still, I'm going to take my medicine. I said I'm going to back him, and I'm here like a man, and I'm going to back him. You know what I'm saying? Yo, a plus 10, 16 and 12, eh, one turnover. Uh, yeah, he's, he screwed us at the end, but... I'll still take that, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I think with a competent point guard, we're going to be okay. And I'm kind of hoping that Mike is a Van Gundy situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we'll see what happens. You know what I'm saying? But what I think the problem what I, what I think the problem is is that the front office is influenced by the fans. Like they don't think for themselves. They think because what we want is 90s Knicks. That's what they tried to give us. You know what I'm saying? And 90s Knicks don't work in today's NBA. You know what I'm saying? So when it doesn't work, and then when you don't get KD, and then when you don't get Kyrie, uh, you know, you get these people start crying. You know what I'm saying? Because they didn't get, you know, the shiny Christmas toy. But uh, but the the reality is that, you know what I'm saying, this is who we got. He's not going anywhere. Yo, I'm sure your man was down on Frank when Frank got drafted. Oh, I'd rather have DSJ. I probably, I, I'm sure he said that. But now you got DSJ. Oh, he's trash. You know what I'm saying? And now Frank's all right. You know, yo, Frank needed time. Yo, players need time. You know what I'm saying? And New York fans don't want to give players time. You know what I'm saying? I understand. Everybody, yo, look, if I came on every time Julius has a bad game, forget it. Ari's going to be sending me across eight miles like every other day. You know what I'm saying? But you know what? It's going to get better. And I'm not and I'm not worried about it, bro. It's going to get better. All right. You know what I'm right. saying? So instead of, you know, running around like the, the sky is falling, you know what I'm saying? We, we're going to be all right, bro. Sergio with the left. voice of reason, man. Sergio with the voice of reason. Appreciate the call, Come on. Sergio. Now, yeah, the, the thing with Randall is, I've said this a few times, you're not using him correctly. You haven't been using him correctly. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the guy has been good at every place he's been to but here. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't want to say he's complete trash because he's here. Like, we have to figure out why he's not playing well. And if games like today, with games like today, when the ball is out of his hands and he's making quicker decisions, he looks a lot better. So, if with, with with so even even the fact that we just had Peyton here today, who we said earlier can command, he can kind of put Alicia on Randall himself, like yo, chill out. That's gonna be a huge deal for Randall. Yeah, you're right. He like you should we should start to see Randall's turnovers drop. Um, a lot. With I wouldn't be surprised if his turnover dropped a lot, and yeah. even his in his usage rate too. Like I don't think I don't think his use. I think he's first or second in the in on the team with uses with his usage rate. That's probably going to drop dramatically under Mike Miller. Hey, listen. Like I said, if you look at it, you know, overall, yeah, he had a pretty decent game. But in crunch time, that's when it counts, and that's when you got to make your money. And and he didn't come through for us. So uh, I I understand the optimism, but I also understand the criticism. Yeah, uh, he's not a closer. That's what yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> like, like we don't have 
We don't have a closer on the team. The closest thing we have a closer. <laughs> yeah. Marcus Morris, Marcus Morris made a clutch three for us in, in the Dallas game. So true story. Technically, technically, that's our closer. You know what I'm saying? That, he is our closer. He is yeah. our closer. He certainly plays that way as well. Yeah. Um, want to shout out uh, Robert Parrish in the building. Salute to Robert. Steve Stark, the realtor. What's going on, Steve Stark? Ari says he missed Sergio's call, man. You you, you missed the olive branch from Sergio, Ari, man. You, you got to wake up. You got to <laughs> wake up, man. <laughs> we got 1,300 watching on YouTube, Knicks Fan TV. Salute to everybody watching once again. Hit that thumbs up button for your boys. Share these videos with a fellow Knicks fan, with a fellow basketball fan. Send them a text. With this link, share it on Facebook, share it on Twitter. Let them know the number one show for the fans by the fans is on right now, and we're talking Knicks. All right, there we go. That was a little PSA, Jails. That's a little, you know what I mean? Yeah. All right, let's go to Sarasota. Matt's up. Matt, how you feeling tonight, man? Wow. Well, you know what? After watching Julius Randle clank that last foul shot, I'm saying, (laughs) dude, we're paying him twenty-one million dollars. Old boy needs to shoot 300 foul shots a day. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, that that's disgusting. But I got to say, the genesis of this game with Mike Miller just had a different feel. I yeah. thought he, he drew up better plays. Alfred Payton played awesome in the second half. He directed that offense better than any of those two other guys. He looked like a natural point guard. Good pick and rolls. Got down low, got the ball to Randall on the post. Now, Randall has to put the ball in there. He can't miss finger rolls. And Mitch Robb had a great game. Yeah, Mitch is back. Mitch, Mitch played well. The Mitch defense. played well the last two games. He's played well, yep. man. Mitch is back, man. Welcome back, the Mitch. Defense, <laughs> the defense was suffocating that last four minutes. Peyton really clogged up the passing lane. I, if, I, if I'm the Knicks, and I've been a Knicks fan a long time, and I'll disagree with some of the other callers. I, I think you go Peyton, Barrett, Morris, Robinson, and Randall as your starting five the rest of the way. Mm. I think that gives you the best chance to win with this coach. I think and, it does. I, I think it does. If, Good. And if Miller, if Miller's not the coach, I'm dialing it up. I'm firing Steve Mills. Before the end of the season, I'm getting Van Gundy on the horn. I would throw money at him like nobody's business. Okay. I don't want to see Becky Hammond in New York. No Becky Hammond. No no Jason Kidd. I would take Tom Thibodeau over Jason Thibodeau. Uh, (laughs) He said Jason (laughs) Thibodeau. I appreciate the call, man. He said Jason Thibodeau. But he's throwing the money at Van Gundy. He's throwing the money at Van Gundy. That that's my pick. Uh, we definitely going to get into that in a second, JL. So I definitely want to get your opinion on um on some of the coaching, uh, the speculation out there about some of the coaches that that could be available for the job. Okay. Um, appreciate Matt for the call. Let's go to Long Island. Dan's up. Dan, how you feeling, man? Good, man. Thanks for taking my call. Um. Yo, listen, just a, a couple of things. I, I um, you know, Jay Ellis, you, you were talking about the media um, and people who don't watch the games. I couldn't agree more. I don't know if you read Michael Powell in the New York Times. He, you know, he, he, it's what everybody wants to do. They all want to do the same thing. They want to take Fisdale's firing and say they're not watching the games. They, yeah. they want to get right to Mills and, and to Dolan. And, and it's like, it's such a cheap way to get clicks. It's just a cheap way yeah. to make arguments. And, you know, 
J- Jalen Rose. Now look, I went to Michigan, so I'm a Jalen Rose oh, fan. Nice. Okay. Right? I was there when the Fat Five was there. But 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 Jay Rose in August says the Knicks could be as good as the Nets, right? Yeah, Based on the roster. Yeah. So last is year. that is Atkinson that better, better of a coach? You know, I'm just saying though, like you know, this idea that physical. Listen, he's friends with Perry. A lot of these guys, you know what it is? They want access. They want access, right? So. Mm-hmm. They'll say whatever they got to say, but I'll tell you this right now, and Jails, I'm with you. All those reporters who are going to Pop and who are going to Steve Kerr yeah. and, and, and the other big – you know who the, the big mouth is? Kendrick Perkins. Man, he got a big oh, mouth. Hey, I don't know, he's wrong he's, he's, trying to, he's, he's just trying to get a platform man, going, man. Yeah, Kendrick man. Perkins is trying oh to get my a platform God, my man going. Can't get his own show. <laughs> yeah, but, bro, yeah. he, he can't get anything right. He can't get everything he says is wrong. But my point is, if you go back to these coaches, right, if in February, right, Miller's winning 40% of his games and the young guys are developing, and you said, hey, what about Miller? How come Miller was able to do what Fisdale can't do? They'll come with some other nonsense. So the reality is, yeah. you're right, Gerald, I want you 1,000%. And, and the other thing, guys, I know you talk about players for the future, and we, we have all summer to talk about that. But the one thing I do want to stay away from um, – is I would like this with a late first rounder, early second rounder, to go take a kid like Cassis Winston mm. or Xavier Simpson, a four-year college point guard, who we don't have to. We're getting these kids; they're nineteen years yeah. old. They should still be in college. Right behind playing, the ears, you know, right and, the and ears. we're getting them. So that's that's right. So Knox Knox should be a, a junior in college, and you know he looks scared sometimes. And the fact is, I'd rather have a kid. I'll take a kid like Cassis Winston from Detroit. He played. He'll play both ways. Mm. He uh, is he going to be a star? I don't think so. But he'll be serviceable and one less guy that we have to teach the ins and outs of how to ball. So I just think those are important. And like I said, I know you guys are talking about Cole Anthony. You mentioned. You mentioned. Mm. Um, but I tell you, and I know I'm gonna, uh, the guys are probably killing me in the chat. I think Wiseman. If, if we get a top pick, Wiseman, I sure. take Wiseman. Sure. And then we have two. We, we have two rim protectors. And then, like I said, if you can get a Cassis Winston late in the first round, I'll take that. And I agree. We have to, we, but we need so much yeah. that, I, you know, I don't know if any one thing's going to solve it. And nah. the last thing is, guys, listen, uh, how bad is ISO in practice? Like, I understand that Miller didn't want to come in today and throw everything up because it would have been like, he's, this is his deal. He changed everything tonight. But, I mean, ISO must be so bad in practice when we, we're going – you know, we're going seven, eight minutes without scoring or six minutes without scoring. And, you know, listen, the way you had Dot just pulling up and shooting whatever he saw tonight, <laughs> you know, I still would have given us a better shot with yeah. some of those crazy shots. Dot. Guys, thanks for taking my thanks, call. Dan. Right, man, Appreciate it, Dan. Uh, always a good call. But, you know, Jay Ellis, it's just like how many guards you're going to play. You know, Dot's and the difference yeah. between Dotson and ISO's defense. Yep, that's what it is. And, and, and more efficient scoring. Not shooting, yep. but scoring. Yeah, defense plays within this like he's gonna move the ball and he does everything hard. Pause. Like yeah. he cuts, he cuts, he moves the moves without the ball, he digs, he he he's always, always active. He doesn't make all he's made the sometimes he falls asleep at the back door, but you know, that's why I always like that. So Yeah, I like I said, I understand it. Of of course I agree with everybody. I love to see ISO out there playing. I just understand why he's not. Yeah. Uh, because you need the point guards to be playing, and then Dot is the next guy. So it's like, how many guards are you going to play? You know yeah. what I mean? 
But yeah, yeah, good call. Dan, Dan's always a good call. Um, let's hear from Ron Cleveland. Then I want to get to your coaching hires. So to everybody in the chat once again, thirteen sixty-five on Knicks Fan TV. We got one thousand three hundred sixty-five people. How many likes we got uh, so far? TM, let me know how many likes. Did we hit at least five hundred? Let's get to a thousand on the count of three. Hit that thumbs up button. Hit that like button to support us. One, two, three. Hit that thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Hit that like button. Uh, to support your boys. Uh, 30 cities in the chat as well. Where, what cities are you guys all checking in from? Uh, 30 cities in the chat, and we'll shout you guys out. Okay, uh, let's get to um, Ron Cleveland tonight. Ron, how you feeling tonight, man? Man, 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 man. <laughs> that, that sounds like a little upbeat. A little upbeat, yeah, Ron. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, man, hey, I'm telling y'all. You know, you know the thing I hate about what I've seen tonight is that this firing didn't come sooner, and I, and I had a feeling this was going to happen, is that we're going to have competent coaching. I mean, everything everything that them has said so far, we know, that of course, it's the first game, as everybody has stated, but you cannot discount somebody being able to coach. And that's what I saw tonight. The guy took timeouts when they needed to be taken, when the yeah. team was making mistakes on defense, defensive rotation, defensive assignments being missed. He don't wait until it gets out of hand to call a timeout. I mean, he called it immediately and he addressed it. And you've seen when them guys made, when they came back in and they tried to run the same play again, i.e. the pick and roll, them guys were stepping up trying to stop it. Even I saw Kevin Knox. Yep. You know, Kev, Kev was out there getting after it. Yeah, play out under the under the basket. He stopped. He stopped for sure too. So the thing tonight, man, is, is what all of us as Knicks fans can be happy about, man, is we got a coach, man. And, and Kendrick Perkins is the biggest idiot. <laughs> when they were talking, when the guy was talking just now about what Kendrick Perkins was saying, I heard what he said. He he said you you can't just blame Fizz. You got to blame Perry and Mills. They've been there for 20 years or whatever he said. But I'm like, this idiot, Perry just came. So it just goes to show that people just talk and they don't know what yeah, they're he, talking he about. Yeah, he's just latching on to the narrative. Knicks, he's not doing his homework. He's not doing his exactly. homework. Exactly. And, and if, anybody, if anybody watching Nick CPJ Ellis, man, we know what our team looked like, man. And Fisdale looked lost. Fisdale is not a coach, man. He is not a coach. And he, and he will never be another coach in the league, man. I, I'm predicting that. He's done. He's mm-hmm. done. But I can't I'm telling it. y'all, we're going to probably win another 10 games this year. I, I'm looking at at least 10 games. We're probably going to match what we did last year. So that's, what, 13 more wins? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. fine with me. Yeah. Okay. I pre- appreciate the call, man. Appreciate the call, right? Yeah, you know, Perkins, listen, man, like I told y'all, I don't, I don't really watch the ESPN stuff. Um, because I know everybody just latches on to the same thing. I did. So <laughs> a lot of fans came and got at Michael Powell uh, for the New York Times or his article. Everybody was just going for blood. You know, Schwinney be out there with a with a machete. Just <laughs> oh, yo, Schwinney is a murderer. Schwinney, Schwinney just goes after everybody on Twitter, man. No mercy, man. Murder. He's relentless. <laughs> he is relentless, man. That's my boy, man. He does not oh, care, man. God. Yeah, man. We've gotten a 1,400 on Knicks Fan TV's house. I think that is a record. 
I think that is a record. Salute to everybody watching. This is the number one show for the fans, by the fans. CP from Knicks Fan TV. My man JL's from Nick of Time Show. This is Knicks Post Game Live. If you're a diehard basketball fan, diehard Knicks fan, it's the number one show on YouTube. Make no mistake about it. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. For good basketball, for live callers, for highlights, for Twitter reactions, from fan reactions. We have impromptu battle of the fans, you know? Mm-hmm. It's still yeah. spilling over a little bit, Jay. So you, you can feel a little animosity. You know what I mean? Like uh, Ari's really coming with a lot of venom. Sergio, uh, he wants to engage, but he really has no bullets right now. You know what I mean? He has no leg to stand <laughs> on because you know Randall had, had just hasn't been coming through. So I feel like yeah. Sergio, he's trying to like just stay in the loop, just stay stay fresh. Yeah, he's like he's like, hey, I'm here. I haven't ran. But yeah. I'm <laughs> But I'm 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 just waiting. I'm just waiting. And when when he strings along a few games, and then I'm gonna come back. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's, that's it, man. Right yeah, yeah. Faxels, Faxels. <laughs> remember, guys. Remember, get your premium beer products as well. Fifty percent off all Scotch Porter premium beer products as well. Okay, uh, a couple more calls in the queue. Let's go to one. Um, Vinny from the Bronx. Vinny, how you feeling, man? Hello. Vinny, you there? Going once? All right. Uh, I think Vinny fell asleep on the couch, Dale. So I think Vinny was waiting for 50 minutes. Hey, people, we try to get to as many people as we can. Um, you know, it's just a lot of callers in the queue. You know, we try to get to as many people as we can. I think Vinny, Vinny, he bailed on us, man. He was asleep on the couch. He was waiting for 50 minutes. Vinny, we apologize. Uh, come back next time, man. I want to shout out Hawkeye. He's checking in from Syracuse. Josh from McDonald checking in from Denver. What's going on? AO Digital London is up late, up late in London watching. Anthony Joshua just won. You know what I mean? So the London crew, they're feeling happy right now, JLs. They've been celebrating from earlier. I don't know. Did you see the fight? No, I didn't see the fight, man. Yeah, it was all right. um, Joshua beat Ruiz. Ruiz was out there looking slabby, man. He looked like like a big steak, man. Oh uh, man, I I don't I don't know how you could come out and be a boxer at that type of weight. But he, he gained like sixteen extra pounds since the first fight, and uh, and Joshua ran away with it. So, yo, Joshua can play basketball, so he can fight. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> facts, facts, was facts, was bad. Um. Where did I want to go with this? Oh, real quick on on the uh, the coaches, right? So there were a couple names being thrown out there from yesterday with the coaching hires. JLs did any of them? Did any of them kind of pique your interest so far? Uh I know. For, I said last year my my three last year was Van Gundy was my was first choice. My second choice was Bud. And my third choice was Fizz. Mm-hmm. So now that Fizz is out. <laughs> and Bud has a job. Mm-hmm. My first choice is still Van Gundy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, second choice is since Bud is not here, <laughs> <laughs> it might be uh, the Bud substitute under under Pop, which is Becky. But um, yeah. I might go, actually I might go Mike. I might I, I want to give Mike a chance because you know he's been here. Mm-hmm. I like what he's in the G League. Um, so I, I do consider Becky no, no to Jason Kidd. No, uh, no, no to Mark Jackson. Um, the guy from the Kings intrigues me. The coach from the Kings, I forget his name. Jaeger, Dave Jaeger. Jaeger, Jaeger, Jaeger uh, intrigues me. Yep, Jaeger bombs. And 
Yeah, and I'm I'm still I'm still looking. I'm still researching. I'm okay. Still researching. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I would say for me, I'm definitely intrigued by Miller. I want to give Miller a chance. He's got a 60 game tryout for me. I want to mm-hmm. see what he does. How does he uh help improve these guys and and what does the next president because like I told you, Dolan's going to nuke this whole thing and I and I told you that in the podcast. He's going to get rid of Mills. I'm I'm almost positive on that. I want to see what that next president who he's going to bring in what he thinks of Mike Miller. So let's see. Definitely want to give him a chance. I want to give Jeff Van Gundy a chance. You know, that's my guy. Yeah. Definitely want to give Jeff a chance. Mark Jackson, you guys know I'm I'm leery. Nah, I'm, I, don't, I'm leery. I don't know if I want to go that route. I just I just don't like the fact that the league never came back to him after that Golden State stint. There has to be more to it than just the religious thing or whatever the case may be. I think there was there has to be more to it. Yeah, I agree with you. So I wouldn't want to bring him in with 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 this type of environment. Jason Kidd is a snake. I would no. I'm not, I'm not going near Jason Kidd. Yeah, um, I, would, I would. I wouldn't leave Jason alone with twenty dollars. Nah, nah. I'm not, he, he's a snake. <laughs> Good basketball player. Knicks tape. Hey, appreciate it. That's but right. um, yeah, yeah. Fell asleep with the wheel when the playoffs. Yeah, 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 yeah. I no. Nah, I don't trust Jason Kidd. Becky Hammond. I can't see Popovich letting her walk out the door. I think she's going to be the heir apparent in San Antonio. With Tim Duncan on the staff, I think that's going to be the tandem. I can't see her Pop, Popovich is they, he kills the Knicks every chance he gets. There's no chance they're going to let her walk out that door, bro. I think they would if she's like, "Yeah, I want to go." Pop is not the one that holds, especially. You know, I mean, listen, like, you, you can only hold somebody for so long. You know what I mean? But it's like based on how everybody trashes this organization, I can't. I, I don't think it would be the right situation for him. Yeah, I heard you. Yeah. I just don't. I, I just don't think this would be the right situation. I, I think it would work. Anybody who's, I, I'm down for anybody who can make people look good who aren't, you know, doesn't have the most talent. I'm down for anybody who can make the most at yeah. least. And yeah. Pop, that has that pedigree, so you, you would hope that he passed it down to someone like. Of Becky. course, and it has nothing to do with being a woman. Yeah. I, I think I saw somebody throw that out there, like, "Oh, just say you don't want a woman." I, that has nothing to do with it, in my opinion. But this is a different animal. This is not the Phoenix Suns, J. Ellis. You understand? This mm-hmm. is not for the faint of heart. Fisdale could have done this in Phoenix. He could have done this somewhere else and still been the coach. Right. This is the heaviest jersey. This is the brightest lights. The pressure. You need somebody that's been through it. Or understands it. Or, you, know, you know what I mean? It's just a different situation, bro. Yeah. I feel you. I feel you. Um, I... I just can't pass up a pop person. That's why I would probably have Mike a little over and somebody more. Yeah. I, I like I like experience more, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like it, even though like the the knowledge being passed on intrigues me because of that, it's like I still want experience. I, I still want, want experience. Like experience who, who who has experience running a team. Yeah, simple and plain. Yeah. Simple and plain. It has nothing to do with being a woman. So a lot of people, are, you know, you got to get over that. But um, Jaeger's intriguing for the simple fact that he was fired from the Kings after he got them off to their best start in exactly. over 14 years. So that's that's a real, I give him a real look. 39 him. wins. And, and he's known for his X's and O's. He, mm-hmm. he got the Aaron Fox out there to his best season. Buddy healed out there to his best season. Yeah. But you know what the funny thing is about Jaeger when you do your research on him? He they it was said that he was fired from both Memphis and Sacramento for clashing with management over playing the kids. 
Huh. Overplaying the kids. He got. They said there was a clash between him and Vlade over Marvin Bagley's minutes. And in and Memphis, they said he had some, you know, fascination with playing Ryan, Ryan Hollins, who's been trash, who was trash, um, um, over some of the younger guys. They said Jaeger, Jaeger went with a lot of vets over development. So, <laughs> you know, not not to say that's that's somebody's character, not to not to put the scarlet letter on him, but you know, it's just interesting that that he was labeled with that type of reputation and, and that, to, to yeah. come here. Yeah, he would get killed over here for that. That's for sure. That's it. That's for sure. But there's some there's some rookies who transcend that, and you're gonna play regardless. Someone like De'Aaron Fox, like he's just right. too good. Yeah, yeah, he's just gonna play. He's just gonna play. But then there's those middle of the road kids, and you have to give him minutes, and he's like, ah, uh, no. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. Uh, yeah, he might get killed. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think Stackhouse could certainly be a sleeper. Stackhouse, we we did interview Stackhouse the last time. He's down at Vanderbilt. Don't sleep on Stackhouse. I yeah, slap yeah, Stackhouse did pretty well. He was good with, I believe, Toronto Rap, Raptors. Raptors system. Last year in the G League. Raptors system. Nick another, Nurse. Stackhouse. Yeah, another team who runs a good system and can make the most out of the least. So yeah, I would consider him. No to Kenny Smith. Nah, I, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind the Jet. I think the Jet is he can handle it. That's somebody he knows what it takes. I yeah, he's new, but I think the Jet can handle it. Nah, I, mean, I, it, I think I the Jet go, can handle it. I would go Becky before the Jet because Becky at least is an assistant. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hate, Kenny, I hate. Kenny, Kenny, uh, he's good at running to tape, running towards tape. You know <laughs> running, running to the board. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you got, you got to manage personalities. You know what I, mean? I think Kenny could do it. Hey, he manages Charles and 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 Shaq on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I think Kenny could do it. You you put Kenny out there, you get an associate coach, right? Then they used to do that. Lakers used to do that with Del Harris, uh-huh. right? Then we do that with Rambis, the associate coach. When we have Fisher out there, Kenny could do it. Ah man, you, you, if you're gonna put Kenny over there, you might have to do. Kenny got to do a stand as an assistant. Man, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not putting him in the head of the Knicks. Like this, that's how we. That's what we did with freaking uh, Fisher. <laughs> Fisher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, hey. he's a good point guard. I hey, I hey, man. Nah, it's more than that. Remember, we saw Kenny at the open practice. What was Kenny doing at open practice, Jalis? He was trying to get it. He's trying to be coach. Well, what was Kenny doing at the open practice, man? That's I peeped him. I peeped. Question. I peeped. I peeped. Kenny was there, man, for the whole thing. Maybe he's studying. Maybe he's studying. Sam Cassell, I would definitely uh, uh, entertain Sam Cassell. He's 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 been an assistant for a while. I definitely I'll entertain him. Yeah, factuals, 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 man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. But yeah, salute to everybody in the chat. Fourteen eighty five. We are climbing jails. Let us know in the chat. What do you think, man? Whether you're a Knicks fan or not, who should the Knicks bring in as head coach? Let us know. Throw your opinions in the chat. Uh, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Mm-hmm. All right, um, a couple more because I know you got You definitely got a jet, right? A couple more. Yeah, I'm about to say I, I got to go in like in a few minutes. Okay, no problem. Let's go to Chris and then let's go to Max. Chris, what's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, fellas? You know, always love the show. Going to go my bed out so I can get me some beer juice. You know what I mean? Of course, of course. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you copped? You, you, did you cop the deal, Chris? Um, 
I don't, I don't even got the beard yet, so I got to grow it first, and then I got to, you know, get, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, don't worry, man. But hey, listen, they don't. It, it's bro. not only beard products. They do have hair products. They got face <laughs> products. It's all self-care, you know what I mean? You got to take care of yourself, Chris. You work hard, you, you know, you got to make sure you're out you know there what? maintaining. You know what? You got a point, and I'm going to do that. So, you know, when I first was going to call and I was going to talk about the paces, and I was going to talk about why we shouldn't get too high, but we already touched on that. You know, they missed Malcolm Brogdon. We really can't really, you know, judge it too well. You know, they got the, you know, the new coach flow, the new juices flow. We really got to take our time. But I'm gonna tell you one thing. I don't know who should be the next coach, but we need to make sure that Melvin Perry ain't there to make that decision. If you go back to what we've been doing, it all fell apart when we didn't get KD and we didn't get Kyrie. And instead of having the ball to just stand up and say, you know what? We might not be it this season. They went out and they they ruined the roster by bringing a bunch of veterans that they knew they couldn't win with. They threw them out there, and of course, if you're going to bring them in there and you're going to pay them that much money, you got to play them. You can't have them sitting on the bench or else you're going to risk your, your locker room going haywire. So, of course, they got to get minutes. When Miller comes in and he's a starting lineup, is the same starting lineup as the previous coach, you know there's a problem. You know Morris don't fit with Randall. You know, Randall don't fit with Mitch. We know this team just don't fit. We should have just never brought these vets in. We should have ran it back with the kids, and we should have did the slow, patient rebuild that we was originally sold on. But, I mean, even so, whoever comes here, they got to be man enough to take the hit, take the L's, and stick with the plan. That's it. Okay. You can't keep changing, and that's the problem we got. Appreciate the call, man. You know, James, um, I, I think, you know, the thing is, is that – we just don't know if this product that they put out there was the plan. Like, as we said it before, was this the plan or was this, this is the remnants of free agency that we can get. You still, you had to spend the money, right? So you had to get some guys. Was this the best they could do? Yeah. I should. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we have to keep in mind that Elvin Payton hasn't played a lot. We, um... Bullock hasn't played. Bullock hasn't played, so you know that could be you know that's that's a a, a piece that's missing. But um, not to say that the Fizz is exonerated, but this is definitely the best they can do. This is the and hopefully it doesn't fall. I mean, it's already falling apart. <laughs> it's only it's only it's only up from here, CP. It's that's only up I'm, from here. It's, it's only, only up, up from here. It's only up from here. The, the, the good news is we are still set up for the future somewhat, as long as we don't do anything stupid. And I think that's the one thing that they're not going to do is do something stupid. Factuals. Factuals. Trade, uh, trade our, our, our draft for um, a, a retired veteran. There you go. Um, the closer of the night, he's the president of the Frank Neal Aquino fan club. He goes by the name of Max from the Bronx. Max, Here. how you feeling tonight, man? GP Jailers, what's good? How you feeling, oh, bro? Man. I'm good. I, you know, I had to take a break. I'm calling because, you know, I felt like Fizdell was, like, purposely losing the games, to be honest with you. Like, you, you, can, so uh, you can take that call if you need to. My fault, Max. Go ahead. Yeah, it was so it was so dumb that I, I you know. But, um, I mean, I'm a, the, you know, Mike Miller, it seems like he's a smarter coach than Fizz. He ran a bunch of pick and roll. Um, but my concern is this, right, CP? They need to trade Morris, Randall, and Portis. By the deadline, because <laughs> I looked at the box score, and this guy Knox only had 13 minutes. That's not that's bad, man. 
And let me tell you something about a lot of people blame Mills, right? And as you should, Mills should be fired. But so should Scott Perry because if you look at the Sacramento Kings team, when he brought in a bunch of those veterans, guess what they ended up having to do? They ended up having to trade them or, or release them later on in the year because, remember, De'Aaron Fox wasn't really that good in the beginning because yeah. George Hill was taking a lot yeah, of the George mix. Hill, Vince, you know uh, Zebo. Exactly. And this is the exact problem the Knicks have because you can't have – Randall's just a dumbass player. I mean, he's just a stupid player. You know, I, I'm, I, you, if you watch the game, I know Sergio's probably listening. He said, oh, he has 16 and 13, only one turnover. It's not about the turnovers, bro. It's about him not passing the ball when someone's wide open. And he does that like 10 times a game. Like, it'll be wide open. I remember Knox was wide open. He don't pass the ball, yo. So, they have to trade him. They got to trade Morris. They got to trade Portis and just play the young people. And if for the next coach, I don't want. I don't know why Becky Hammond's name is getting out there like that, and it is because she's a woman. Let's be honest with it, because you know it'd be like oh, revolutionary and stuff like that. But if someone needs a system, someone needs to stay by their system. Someone needs to be smart and play modern NBA basketball and grow the kids. It's as simple as that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Jeff Van Gundy. I don't know if he's a guy. He's been watching basketball for all this time. You know, I don't know. We definitely know it's not Mark Jackson because it's not about the religion thing. It's about all the stuff he did out without without it. Because That's he never got along with management. He did all kind of stuff like he made uh, what's his name? Fitzo. Remember the African player they had on the team? Oh, uh, as a buki, um, as a buki. Yeah, no, the other one, but the the center. He was like really smart. He made him. Cry. Oh, Azili, Azili. You know, he did all, all kind of. Yeah, Azili. He made he did all kind of weird stuff. That had nothing to do with basketball. You know what I'm saying? So he, he's never going to coach again. And Fitzgerald will never coach again because they can talk all this shit, uh, excuse my language, about, oh, we support him and stuff like that. I bet you he'll never get another head coaching job ever again. Because not, not with a 2-and-80-something record. I can't see it. I can't see it being a hot commodity. He's got to yeah. go back to assistant status. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't do anything, bro. He doesn't do anything. I don't know what he does well, to be honest. But... I never, you know, a lot of times, I don't know why coaches don't never mind their business when it comes to the Knicks. If someone gets fired in Charlotte, nobody says anything. But if someone gets fired with the Knicks, people start talking, running their mouth. I don't understand why this is a topic. The team was bad. They played bad. They got blown out like like eight or nine times the last 12 games. What is it to talk about? I don't understand. But the yeah. CP, it got to be, we got to get a smart person. A smart coach, smart GM, just something intelligent, man. I mean, we can't keep doing the same shit. Uh, Hey, man, appreciate the call. You know, the the thing is that we realize there's, there's no silver. I don't think there's a silver bullet to the coach because at the end of the day, we got to remember something. It's still a player's league, right? It's still a player's league, man. Like, Never forget, like, well, we don't, you know, we're small fans. It's a player's league. Players play. Coaches coach, and you need the talent to win. So, just like Larry Brown came in, he went 23-59. and 59. D'Antoni wasn't that great. Uh, uh, what do you, when, when was he great? With the Rockets, with the Suns, when he had the better pieces, the complimentary pieces. He wasn't good with the Lakers. 
It wasn't good with the Knicks because they didn't have the, the proper horses. Uh, and, and so it, it still has to be complimentary. And you just have to, with a young team like this, you have to say, okay, the most important thing for this coach is how does he develop some of these young guys to get the most out of them? You know, how does he develop some of these young guys to get the most out of them? And, and do you trust the, the infrastructure of the whole organization to develop that team? The, the team we need to be looking at and emulating right now is the Toronto Raptors. I've been saying it. We need to emulate the Raptors and, and how they, you know, built that culture and, and built their farm team up and, and built that whole team. With that, that's where we need to be looking at uh, as the, the prototype. On, on how to build this thing. So we'll see. Mike Miller could end up being the guy. You know, Mike Miller could end up being a guy. So we'll, we'll see how it all plays out. But appreciate the call, Max. Um, let me go to Wasi. Wasi was waiting for a, for a little minute. Wasi, we'll, we'll, we'll go into overtime for you, man. You're the closer, man. What's going on? Yo, I just ran from the bathroom because I heard you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, man. Well, Ooh. man. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, nah, nothing much. I'm doing good. Uh, first time caller. Um, I met you uh, outside of MSG. I was the president ass guy. Oh, okay, so, yeah, okay, um, okay. Yeah, what's up, bro? What's up? Yeah, so, yeah, no, I just wanted to talk a little bit about, um, dude, like you were just saying, I think Mike Miller has the ability to be the guy. Like, he was a little timid today, but you can see subtle changes already. Um, not particularly in the defense, because I think it'll take a little more time. Of the event, but like for example, like I don't know if you guys noticed this, but when the point guard, whoever the point guard was, when they dribbled past the half court, instead of passing it right away, they did some crisscross thing where it's like they would bring it closer to the three point line, and when they handed it off to Randall, instead of dribbling, he would like aggressively go uh, towards the basket mm-hmm. instead of like taking his time with it. But I think that made a big difference with Randall too, because besides <laughs> missing the biggest free throw of his life. Um, like, he was playing pretty solid today. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, I thought um, he was playing within himself. I, I thought like, he was playing within himself for, say, three out of the four quarters. I thought he was. Uh, again, when, when they got into frantic, you know, closing time, he, he just couldn't deliver for us. And, again, it came down to the free throws. Got to hit him. And, and he just couldn't he couldn't close it out for us. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then... Um, I also think like we had a we had twenty four assists today and we're averaging nineteen on the season. So I know it's not a big difference, but I, I felt like, you know, the game is way more exciting than the last couple games have been and, and you could feel that flow, free flow and yeah, people are saying it's because, you know, a new coach, um, the juice is flowing. But I don't know, man. Like he went one oh eight and ninety two with Westchester. You know, Dawson thought this was a G League. You know, he's throwing up everything. Dot was letting it fly, man. Um, he had a new lease on life. Yeah, yeah, he got too comfortable. But um, but yeah, I definitely think he has he has a chance. You know, to be to be our coach. Obviously, I would prefer someone else. But but he he, he looks like um, you know, he's defensive minded. He pat moves the ball. So we'll see where that goes. See where it goes, man. Appreciate the call, Wasi. Appreciate the call, man. Uh, finish up that session, man. I don't know what you was doing in the bathroom, but uh, hey, man, that that's on you, man. I hope hope everything works out for you, man. But now nah, I appreciate it, man. Like I said for for you guys, I would uh definitely temper expectations on on the Mike Miller, whether he's a guy or not. I have no idea. You know, listen, it, I don't think the Knicks did anything revolutionary tonight. They still lost the game. 
and we've seen uh, those type of things from this team early in the season. It's can they keep it consistent? Can they build on it? Can he get the most out of this clunky roster? Can he find the right pieces that fit together with what we have right now? Then you got to look at the front office. December 15th is vastly approaching. They have two months to kind of try to either get something for the future or get something that'll help a little bit for right now to kind of alleviate some of the clut, some of the glut, the clutter that we have in the lineup. But again, you saw some adjustments. You saw some things that you liked, right? But the Knicks still lose 104-103. Just to sum it up, one for 14 in the final five minutes and 17 seconds. The Pacers didn't even score. The Knicks were down by five points and they could not score six that was the name of the game. They were down five and could not get six. And they lost the game, man. 104 to 103. That's how it is, man. This show is available in audio podcast format. Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Amazon Alexa. Remember that on the podcast. The podcast is where it's at. If you missed the live video, check it out in audio. It's always available as soon as the show is over. To those of you new in the chat, we also run a replay of this show the next day. For those of you that want to continue the conversation, we also have our Twitter groups. Share these videos on Twitter right now with hashtag PostGameNYK to get in our Twitter and Discord groups. And yeah, man, simple and plain, man. Don't forget, Scotch Porter, 50% off premium beer products. Hit the link in the the video description. And, uh, yeah, man, salute to JLC. You have to get out of here. I definitely want to salute everybody that tuned in tonight. I think we hit the record for viewers, man. 1,500 for a Knicks loss for a 4 and 19 Knicks team. So, I don't know if it's a Knicks. I don't know if this show is becoming better than the games. But I definitely appreciate all the loves. All the mods. Appreciate all the hard work. Valentine Outlaw. Appreciate it. Pranav. Appreciate it. GL Rocks. Nick Bakers. Appreciate it, man. All the Everybody that sent the Super Chat. Appreciate it, Leon. Appreciate it, Bad Book One. Steve Stark, the realtor. Appreciate it, Los Main. Appreciate it, Sean Shepard says, "Where is ISO?" Hey, hopefully we'll free ISO soon enough, man. I definitely want to see that kid out there playing and having fun. Louis Soto, appreciate it. Thanks again for everybody for tuning in, man. Thanks again for everybody for tuning in, Darth Virtus. Thanks for checking in, man. So uh, we'll be back tomorrow to close out the week. Take some more calls tomorrow night. The good, the bad, the ugly, the weekly recap, as usual, yours truly, CP from Knicks Fan TV. I'm out of here, people. Peace. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.